0: Everyone, welcome to the Kickstar Podcast presented by Pro Taper. Uh, it's a special day here. We have Michael Antonovich in office with us. It's good to our, be home. Yeah, our-
1: back home. It's good to be home. Even being there down in San Diego County today, I was like, yeah. I saw those new houses that they were building on the 15, and I was like, mm-hmm. Megan, are you ready to live by Paradise Chevrolet?
0: Because let's go. Yeah, yes. you, dude. If nothing else, wasn't today so fun and it was a good motivation to come back?
1: There was a tear under my sunglasses when you guys were all filming the Stark Varg podcast. I was like, oh, it's the boys. This is nice. I just hit it behind my sunglasses.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so uh, we got A-Ray on the phone. He's driving back to uh, the high rent district of uh, Westlake Village, Agora Hills, up there. Calabasas. Yeah. But, uh, man, today... Is the day after the uh, Super Motocross World Finals, but today we got to all ride the Stark Varg. and it was fun as shit.
1: I accidentally like I've almost called it the Alta like ten times. Yeah,
0: right.
2: One hundred percent. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: yeah, but uh, yeah,
2: you'll you'll find on the GoPro that uh, I immediately like, dude, this thing's way too fast. I'm going to kill myself <laughs> on this thing. Uh, you'll you'll find that I said that a lot, like "Oh my God, get me off this thing!" But it was it was a lot of fun. It was just very very fast. Oh right. my gosh, it, it it surprised me. I did I had no expectations coming in, but uh, after riding it, it's almost like it's like, dude, like. Right,
0: if that bike, he's speechless. If <laughs> that if that if that bike was homologated, would you consider racing again?
2: Uh no. But <laughs> I would I mean, I would definitely race it.
0: Dog, if Avery
1: was racing that bike, he would be number 14 hey, for sure, for sure.
4: I bet he would have he would have done the quad on
2: mm-hmm. like first lap.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> on accident. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. The the thing about it, it's really fast, right? But yeah. it's fast, but the chassis and suspension can handle it. Yeah. It's it's
2: Yeah, the KYB stuff that that's on that bike that whoever whoever put that um setting in there mm-hmm. i i think that it's a really really good setting you know the bottom of resistance was good um it was almost like it had race tech gold bounce in there honestly <laughs> yeah, um, look at that guy. Mm. Th- yeah like i said it bottom resistance i landed you know i over jumped some stuff i cased some stuff i uh, jumped into the face of other jumps mm-hmm. um, i came in hot to a couple of the corners just because i wanted to see how the pitch was just you know with uh, the engine braking setting that we had.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it,
2: it was, it was fun, man. Yeah. The bike was unreal.
0: Yeah. So brands like Tech, right? They do everything there. They do suspension. They do engines. They obviously will still have consumers with the Stark Farg because they do the suspension on it, right? Mm-hmm. But like, it's funny how against electric some of our friends in the aftermarket are. Like, uh, like I saw Little D at Paris once, and he had he had E his little son with him, and he bought him his first fifty, right? Mm-hmm. And not thinking about it, I was like, "Oh, sick! You got a fifty right on." I go, "Why didn't you get him the E five electric bike?" <laughs> and little Donnie looked at me like I was so stupid. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, oh yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. There's no FMF products for. Ah,
4: uh- uh, you got the goggles now at least.
1: Dude, hire a <laughs> hire a, like a programmer and start making your yeah, own apps. Yeah. Honestly, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Because that's what they said about the Stark today was that uh, the reason they go through with that Android phone is that it's open capabilities, so it's a little bit more easy to work with. And like, I'm sure they don't want people jailbreaking bikes yet, but it's true <laughs>
0: Jail. <laughs> Why would you want to jailbreak? I want to put that thing in jail. Dude. <laughs> so fast.
1: A-Rate brought up a lot of good points and just talking about how the bike feels, but Jason, you'll say this for sure. Not having all the engine vibration and being able to feel the track and how connected you are. It's wild, isn't it?
4: It's, it's, it's unreal. I mean, not only do you feel everything, but you're hearing every little thing. Like I, I had a moment <laughs> where I kind of pushed the front a couple of times today and it was like, I was hearing the dirt go Shh, before I, before I even <laughs> felt it. I was like, Oh yeah, that's what that noise is.
0: <laughs> yeah. I pushed the front and on the GoPro, you hear me go, Oh shit. Oh shit. Like, I didn't shout it. I just said it like that. But Mm -hmm. I guarantee you'll hear it because the bike's silent, right? You know, this
4: uh, the bike amplifies, is it Ricky saying, just throttle out or whatever? Like, uh, every mistake I made, I just just freaking pinned it.
1: (laughs) How different did the throttle feel, too? Because it's no cable. It's just fly-by-wire.
3: It's a a sensor. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know. But everything about it was cool. I mean, there was nothing. Like, I could think of something offensive about almost every... 2023 bike (laughs) that we have right like Mm -hmm. oh hate hate the cali brake levers hate the honda grips you know stuff like that even nitpicking little things couldn't nitpick anything about the start meanwhile battery life
1: yep yeah i i think like better foot pegs and better like a better front or rear brake lever because that's what i always thought about the altitude not missed it but they don't are really good were they really good Yeah, yeah
0: they put a lot of effort in designing those
1: okay yeah, there have been some times that I've been like, ooh. I just remember on the Ulta, I was like, Oh, yeah, these are not raptor yeah. pegs. Yeah.
4: They're they're just like I didn't say this on the pod we did earlier or that the interview, but they're they're beautiful to look at. Like the some mm-hmm. of the machining on those things and then like the laser etched um chain blocks. Like we didn't even talk about this, but the chain blocks, you put a Torx twenty, I think it is, in there, and there's there's clicks to tighten and loosen it mm-hmm. just like there would be for your compression or whatever. It's it's some of the stuff they thought of is is pretty cool. And that's stuff that it, over
1: time, wants more OEMs because like we had an OEM come up today. I'm like, oh, we're gonna have to get one of those to test. Yep, mm-hmm. they'll see that stuff and that'll start trickling down into everybody else's things too. Mm-hmm. Totally.
0: I like the uh, the upper frame spar that's carbon fiber. Mm-hmm. So sick. And it has like a gold leaf Stark logo clear coated in it. That's pretty sick. I would be afraid of cartwheeling the bike and smashing that piece to bits.
4: Well, the the guy said today it it's durable because yeah. it's so slim and it's so it's forged heavy car- in the middle, right? Like, yeah. really, it's just the the swing arm and the handlebars are what's gonna
0: hit. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we'll have a video out early this week, <coughs> um, so be sure to tune in and check that out. You can see A Ray get sketchy on the Stark. Our guy Pat Foster wrote it as well with us, and uh, yeah, it was a good time. So. Thank you to uh, Stark Future for uh, having us out this Sunday. And thanks to uh, Fox Raceway. And we got, you know, what was cool. One of the highlights of my day was Ryan Dengie passing me out there. Mm-hmm. And it was funny too, because he passed me on the outside and I dove for the inside, not knowing it was him passing me. And I was like, dude, I better not screw up this rut. I'm going to just smash into the guy. And as he passed me, he was looking back <laughs> at me. I'm like, oh. How was your weekend, Ryan?
1: <laughs> uh, it was cool to see Ryan out there too. Like he was on the mini, like the vet track with all the minis when we first got there. Yeah, yep. yeah. And then Don, when we were leaving, how many people stopped and talked to Ryan just to tell them how cool it was to follow their line, his lines for us
4: straightaway to yeah. see how fast he was going. After yeah. you guys left too, I saw the track and it, it. It's like they pulled everyone off and let them do some fast laps on the main. And do there you would have thought there was a national going on. Everyone gathered around and was just like cheering him as really? he went through the section. 100%. It was right really funny. Because, yeah.
1: like, how many times do you get to watch Ryan do it? Totally. Uh, that little hump inside turn yeah. after the start straight away, he went Sick. to the very inside line on that right hander and then it And I was like, oh,
4: he's on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did
3: you say good. he
0: was on a 350? I, I think, think that said that. Yeah. yeah oh. I think
4: that's what he was on. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He was wearing the orange kit that you have. He was. He looked a lot
4: better in it than me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but uh, anyhow, yeah. So uh, let's get to the good stuff. We had the uh, the LA Super Motocross finale this weekend, and uh, A-Ray had the Super Motocross Monster Party.
1: <laughs> Props to him for coming straight from the party, pretty much. To yeah.
2: oh yeah, and yeah. This yeah. party no, is here too. So I, honestly, I was texting. I was texting Samantha a minute ago. I'm like dude i am a man dude like i am i am built different you know like i am just i'm the man you know i was out all night you know doing all part a and then hey i was still able to do part b this morning so, so
0: know, did i got did going. i did i hear it right a ray because he came straight from the party went to bed for a while came straight here didn't shower did he No, Did he? he said he used like your helmet cleaner. Yeah, he used to, my like, Motul helmet cleaner on his armpits? jersey because oh. I was like, you know, he's like, you got any smell goods? And
4: I was like, not really. Eric, oh,
0: you're God. killing oh. us with this noise. Mute, mute. And,
4: but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I was like, oh, there's some helmet cleaner in there. Probably smell a little better than BO. <laughs> so, yeah. And well, I, I figured ha- it's I mean, you can spray that stuff on your phone. It's probably good for your gear. Hey,
3: yeah. And
1: think about how many other racers have probably had their best days after a hard night out. The night before. So, a race yeah. just live in the 2000s moto lifestyle.
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, man, what a race. I Dude. was super excited for this race because it was in the Coliseum. And the whole atmosphere there was amazing. Um, obviously, yeah, you know what? My first Supercross I went to in person was at the Coliseum. Really? Yeah, Ross took me there. And I remember <laughs> we were walking in. And I don't know why he was in his gear because it was the middle of the day. But... Doug Dubach was walking in front of us, uh, pulling a gear bag, but he was wearing this, uh, O'Neill gear. It was red and white. And the back half was red crackle, kind of like, uh, orange peel paint job. Mm -hmm. And it said Dr. D on his butt and everything. And I remember I was just like, Oh man, that's Dr. D.
1: Wait, he was the doctor that long ago?
0: Oh yeah. Okay. When he was racing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was the first one I went to in person and then, uh, you know, of course, he saw my brother Ross. I was like, "Hey, Ross!" And they're talking. I'm just like, starstruck. And then we, uh, so this was the years that I had like a mullet, right? And I had a mullet on, and I had like Oakley razor blades on.
1: How? What was the cut of your pants?
0: Uh, I don't remember. I was fat though.
1: Oh, okay, okay. But
0: I remember we walked in, and Guy Cooper and Fred Andrews were there, and Fred Andrews was like, "Look at that, the Asian Terminator." <laughs> i was like that guy's a dick i'll never like root for him but uh but yeah so the coliseum a lot of memories for me right there's that and then there's uh this is gonna sound really lame but they had the first suzuki quad race halftime show at the coliseum and i remember watching it and some of my friends were in there i thought it was super cool but uh and then obviously uh you know the larry brooks hitting the peristyle and flying out and uh the jeff uh stanton winning mm-hmm. and doing his like number one at the camera and then even as uh more recent as the summer cross where tim ferry won that mathis talks about every single week mm-hmm. what year was that
1: 99
0: 99 oh. yeah um there was that and then uh summer x games was there a couple of times so i i was there i was shooting ra- shooting slide photos of Brian Deegan's first 360 mm-hmm. right so, by the peristyle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was there that year too. So it was super cool and I was pumped to go there. And uh, I don't know. I like a lot of people made a big deal about the area being sketchy. It looked
4: fine. Me it, and him yeah. talked about that yesterday yeah. morning. Um, maybe further away, but I will say when we went there in the fall for the whole announcement, it was definitely a little scarier, I think. Mm-hmm. And that but was they, the broad daylight. Yeah. But they, they really did clean up that whole area. Like, I didn't hear of any issues. I don't know if you guys did, but I know parking was a nightmare, but nothing like Oakland, you know, Yeah. with break-ins and stuff like that. Yeah, I didn't yeah.
1: hear anything about that. I mean, there were some locals. Dino found out about the locals. Yep. Didn't he, right? Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. He's, he's still in there. Uh,
2: I, I didn't hear anything, no. Yeah, I'm trying to get, stay out of the wind real quick. Oh, you Samantha, you're going to Samantha. But, yeah, no, like, I mean, there was there was definitely, like, I, dude, I, I got on the, the freeway on Friday. And I'll look over, like, I'm just, like, on the on-ramp. Dude, smoking crack just right next to me. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I'm I did, like, oh, hell yeah.
4: Did you guys, uh, f- ooh. One of the days where I was following you guys to the stadium, we were at a red light, and some guy came out to me and cleaned my windshield mm-hmm. and was getting mad at me because I had no cash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I didn't like that. Yeah, he didn't clean
0: mine because it was high in the van.
4: Yeah. uh Hey Ray, did you hear the? Do you want to retell the Dino
1: story? Are we good? Just getting. Started oh yeah, by the we mic? can tell
2: it. Tell uh, you know, I just I just seen Dino. He was over there doing a photo shoot with one of the new OGO Power Sports uh, gear bags, um, and they were shooting photos with Emery. And one of the there was like a homeless guy. I don't know if he was homeless or what. He was he was just on a bike and he just nailed Dino, like staring straight at him, just nailed him head on. And then Dino's like, "Yo." like what the hell just happened? And the dude just blew him a kiss and just rode off into the sunset. My like, boy, like, dude, it's the weirdest shit ever.
1: I thought the whole pit area was coming over that security fence. Like, A yeah. Ray came full lying over with the phone out, ready to go world star. Oh yeah, so, I was
2: like world star. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then Chase, after I fell asleep, Chase oh, was still editing gosh. on Friday night.
4: Honestly, it was probably one of my dream come true. I'm so pissed. Come true. I I, it. I've like seen movies like this, but um. Yeah, I'm editing press day footage and I'm like feeling like a, a vibration or something. I'm like, dude, is one of the pipes messed up? Like something, did the sh- is the shower on or something? Yeah.
0: But wait, wait, back up. We were in the Intercontinental Hotel. Level oh, 55. Like <sighs> a nice ass hotel on the 55th floor. Yes. So for the pipes to be going out, it was something big. Well, that's why, so I...
4: I've stayed at really nice hotels a couple times, and I've actually had like pipes go out every single time I've spent nice money on a hotel. Oh, yeah. So I was like, "Not again!" But so I, I pop the airbud out, and I hear sirens like sirens like crazy. Or I guess I don't hear sirens. Sirens is what you see. No, you hear
3: sirens. No, you, you see hear the sirens. lights. Okay,
4: okay. And so I walk to the window, and the vibration that I'm feeling is because the helicopter is hovering right below our room with the spotlight following someone on the the freeway interchange and there's just cop cars from every direction, every direction. And then you hear the, the helicopter say something and then everyone turns their lights off and the helicopter is just sitting there. And I'm like, oh, they lost them. And then oh. you see like a siren like two miles away and the helicopter just goes... does Nice. It was like Red Bull like helicopter trick style. Whoever the... LA police uh, pilot for the helicopter is and yeah. he's a raise. That was impressive. <laughs> Between buildings. It was insane.
0: Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting down there. Well, uh, well, let's see. Let's Friday night. Friday night we got to go to the Alpine Stars. Thursday night. Thursday night? Yeah. 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 What the? yeah? Thursday Thursday Thursday. Night. Yeah, night. yeah, yeah. Went to the Alpine Stars 60th anniversary party. That was pretty cool. That was, that was really lot fun. Cool Very cool. Obi Wan Kenobi was there. Mm-hmm. what's his real name i don't know i don't know star wars the actor
1: yeah 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 I, uh ewan mcgregor
0: ewan mcgregor yeah ewan is that what uh dino's kids named after I think Yeah. So, yeah. oh he's yeah. the mcgregor
4: yeah dude this whole time i just heard mcgregor and thought Connor mcgregor was here
0: yeah. oh really <laughs> yeah i was like everyone's saying
4: mcgregor was here and i didn't see a f- single photo of him <laughs> yeah no it
0: was, uh, it was obi-wan
4: yeah my bad i don't know really, i've never watched the star wars movies
0: <laughs> oh well yeah so rich taylor and his wife were there Yep. And I said, "Hey, Obi Wan Kenobi is here." And she goes, "Oh, you and McGregor? I loved him in Moulin Rouge. <laughs> it was like a musical." <laughs> movie. But um, but yeah, so we spent a few days in LA. We did that, and then the Yamaha intro, the Cowie unveiling, the uh, we saw you guys saw the Triumph.
4: Yeah, practicing yeah, that was a little surprise.
3: Yeah,
0: and uh, A Ray, you did the celebrity. Yamaha YZ125 ride on behalf of SML, right? How was that out there?
2: Man, it was it was so much fun. Um, like just like going up the Peristyle, just like looking up and just seeing how big it was, right? Just and we were all on 125s. I think uh, Mosman was on a 250, and I think Billy was on a 250 as well, right? But uh, dude, it was <laughs> dude, it was awesome. It's one of those things where. I've always wanted to ri- ride there, you know, and, and I was just thinking, well, probably never going to get to do this again. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, I just, it was awesome, man. It was crazy to just, you know, jump down those peristyles and all that stuff. It was, it was awesome.
0: So, which uh, you- which side of the split peristyle down did you take? Well, oh, they didn't uh, go into I the tried, sand. I
2: tried both. I tried both. Uh, they didn't do the... I went inside, I went outside, uh-huh. almost hit it one time. Um, of course just, you did. Uh, so was yeah, it I mean, was it nerve no wracking at all
0: launching up the peristyle in between the the pillars? Hello. Sorry. Was it was I, it yeah no. Was it scary at all or intimidating jumping between two concrete walls?
2: No, it wasn't scary. Uh, honestly, I thought like with the close racing, I thought there was going to be some cross jumping like down that hill because. I could tell there was a few times whenever I jumped down, it, it was like uh, I faded a little bit outside, you mm-hmm. know? And, like, there's a couple times, like, I jumped down next to Kiefer, and I'm like, oh, man, like, him and I are pretty close, actually. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, no, I, I, for the most part, we were on 125. We weren't going that fast. If I was on that Stark or 450, it might have got a little hairy, but, <laughs> yeah. I was too busy just clutching the shit out of that 125,
0: man. Oh, do you think you smoked the clutch plates? You did. I have video evidence, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, opening ceremonies before they started, Jet was out on the observation deck thing there, and I was next to him. Why, dude? We we're just talking. I was like, "Is it scary at all jumping between the peristyle thing?" And he goes, "Well, maybe it would be if I wasn't good. <laughs> 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 Thankfully, I'm skilled." I'm like, "Oh, okay."
1: Okay, so what you said earlier about like going to your first Supercross race and everything there—I never went to anything there. I'm sure you didn't either. No. A-Ray probably didn't either. So I think at a certain point for a year of hype of like, oh my God, we're going back, we're going back, we're going back. I didn't really care because I've been to a USC game one time there before and I'm like, Mm -hmm. it's just an old building. It's just big. It's kind of outdated and all this stuff. It really wasn't until last night when the lights started going down and then you could see like the peristyle get lit up and then mm-hmm. all that mosaic that's above the arches. Yeah, that was cool. And then when they did opening ceremonies and the Olympic torch went off, I was mm-hmm. like, oh shit, it's real now. That's sick. And then at that point, the rest of the night was like, oh, it's on. Like, yeah. It's yeah. on now. And uh, I had to run back to the photo den. So I had to go all the way across and they were tearing down the whole track and just you see everybody there, but I had to walk up the peristyle dirt. And I'm like, it's a really steep. To go up and down and then at the end of the night to see it i'm like wow dude that it really does happen here and that was cool mm-hmm. to go back to so to see so many people get psyched i mean hundreds of people lined up at the top of that sweeper turn just to watch yeah. guys do
0: two turns and there day. was no nothing no big screen up there they're just watching the turn yeah, yeah. I you will tell say more about it.
4: USC dumped some money to that place because mm-hmm. the press booth area and all that, that's one of the nicest ones I've ever sat in. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. The whole inside of the stadium was a lot nicer than I thought it was the, expecting to. Where have. that Cowie
1: party was was great.
4: Yeah, that was sick, yeah.
0: And then uh, there's some gnarly requirement for them to be out of there. Really yeah. quick, like faster than a typical.
1: Yeah, because they have a game on Saturday. Yeah. So, yeah, they did uh, <laughs> They did the typical plywood straw and everything like that, but they got to go. Like everybody that worked uh, on the track crew had it all done last night, and then they have to fly home this evening. Jeez. W-
4: so it's good It's supposed gone. to be done today. Wow. That's crazy. Props yeah. to
2: those guys. They're, a,
1: all of those guys are. It's gnarly. I've gotten to know a lot of them this year, and they're working like 18-hour days. It's nuts. Yeah.
2: How how was the racing for you guys? Because I thought that Dude. it was like, it was super close. Um, I seen a lot of people having to get aggressive. I mean, hell, even Joe got aggressive, and that's yeah. something that that we've been kind of waiting kinda, for. Like, yeah, yeah, we've yeah. been waiting for that. You know, so I thought it was good, man. It, it was very close. Like the top six guys were just all right there.
4: The the first motos were unbelievable mm-hmm. i mean i had i was my phone was getting blown up from people like oh, best race of the year best race of the year that especially that first 250 race it was incredible um i think from talking to a couple guys the prep they did in between first and second motos kind of took away maybe some of the options that they were using to race each other so yeah. i think the track maybe hindered the racing a little bit those last two motos but yeah i was pretty impressed i thought it was pretty sick that was race 31 of the year
1: Yeah. A lot of the guys have been, like, all the dudes that are on the floor, all the photographers, like, we've been at almost all of them. Mm -hmm. Mm, Typically, you you walk around and you're just like, hey, great, another one. But we were all, like, locking eyes with each other and just, oh my gosh, did you see this? Oh my gosh. Like, (laughs) the level of the excitement for everybody was huge. And then when that first 250 moto race got done, like, I could feel my leg shaky a little bit. Like, oh God, it just got going.
4: Mm. Uh, Do you guys think, I mean, we had. A lot of crashes and a a lot of injuries, really, since Friday, even. Yeah. Uh, Do you think it had anything to do with how simple the course was, or do you think it was maybe just the intensity? Everyone was really like willing to send it for the money on the line. Like, why do you think we saw so many big ones?
0: Well, I think that sand section was pretty treacherous. Yeah. A, because you're jumping down. It looks dark, dark too. It's dark, and there's huge ruts and holes in that sand.
1: I don't know. Yeah. And then, yeah, I would say to your point, because the jump faces weren't as pitched, right? you know, because Jet said for that that quad on, he's like, oh, dude, that thing's flat. Like, it's pretty spooky to jump onto that. Mm-hmm. There were a couple times with him and Ken in that second moto where I thought I saw his bike nosedive a bit, and mm-hmm. Jet's was way more stable through the air, And I was like, oh, God, here it's coming. Yeah. Because they were flying.
4: Out of all of them, I think, I think when Ken uncorked it, he was doing it the most consistent. He was landing, like, the perfect inch away from... Uh, the beginning of the tabletop and getting the most drive off. A couple times, Chase and Jed even looked like they knuckled it. Webb tried it a couple times and I think he was just like, yeah, no, not worth it, <laughs> and stopped, <laughs> went back to the other line. <laughs> it, okay, so
1: it's you know, the typical California hard pack. But mm-hmm. then they did pretty good job to keep the moisture in. It wasn't hot really yesterday. It got overcast, windy again, and t- everything too. So it was slick and kind of slimy. Mm-hmm. And then to be on the floor and watch it, a lot of front-end washing, a yeah. lot of movement. And then for those spots like that sweeper after the mechanics area that they ripped up, it was pretty treacherous.
4: And Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't a full-blown Supercross, but it was pretty close. Yeah, Ken had that sweeper after the mechanics area. Ken had like an unreal line. For a majority of that second moto, Jet was getting in that that rut, and it looked like it was getting a little deep, and he was just kind of getting dragged down. And Ken was carving like just to the inside of it and banking off of it, Mm -hmm. and it looked like he was making some time up there. But I I don't know if someone blew it out or he blew it out or something because he had to go back to that that deep rut. Back when I had to walk to the photo den at
1: the end of the race, I walked across the track, and Mm -hmm. I made a point to go stand in the sand where Chase crashed. I was like, well, how soft is this, really? You might as well jump out of your car on the freeway. It was packed tight. Really? really? Yeah.
0: Jeez. Were you looking for his visor? He kept the visor on. I thought. Oh, it didn't fly. Dino's out. or okay. AP's was over there though.
1: Jeez. AP's was big. Yeah. I just saw it just all the way through. Yeah.
4: Actually, Dino visor stayed on because he rode out of the stadium <laughs> and it was like covering his goggles. I'm like, there's no way that guy can see where he's going right now. <laughs> oh, no.
0: Did you end up seeing him after the race, or was he going no? To...
4: He he left pretty early. Yeah. They said he, he was he was fine. I think he just was mm-hmm. over it. Got out of there.
0: Yeah. Frandis was over it. He left too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Literally. yeah.
4: Anderson. Actually, no. Anderson hung out. No, he
0: was there. I don't. He I wonder if right. his
4: bike got banged up or something. Oh, he waited the bars. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay, bars, okay. yeah. Because yeah. he was out pretty early. Yeah.
0: Wow. So, you know, to, to the point you said, like, do you think guys were sending it because of the, the money on the line? Yeah. It's funny because a lot of guys I was talking to, I mean, not that... The guys who won them, you know, not jet with his million or whatever, but like 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 Anderson, he didn't even know how much he won. Yeah. He's like, Oh yeah, yeah. But like uh like Mitchell Oldenburg, you know, he did he thirteenth overall last night and eighteenth overall in the series. He's like, Oh yeah, I made some money, it's cool. How much? I don't know. <laughs> like the, you know, they don't know. And like uh I asked another guy like if you had not fell over the what difference in money did that make? And it's like, it's funny. Cause like, you know that there was million on the line for winning four fifties and two, 500 for two fifties, but not everyone had the breakdown. after yeah. that. Well, it did
4: drop off substantially. Yeah. Like yeah. outside of top five,
0: but <laughs> even like RJ Hampshire, right? Yeah. He was like walking back when I grabbed him to do how was your weekend? And he's like, Oh dude, and he had one of his friends. Hey, Hey, come carry this trophy. It's heavy. The thing was stout, mm-hmm. but we put it up on the, uh, you know, the rolling cart toolbox to film him next to it. we're talking and I'm like, how much you make? And he's like, Uh, I don't know. Like he didn't know what he made for third. Right. Yeah. But I think all these guys treat it like, wow, what a nice little end of the year bonus, like big money. Like, I mean, I don't know. I think for some of the guys, they probably made more money in this three race series than they did all year. Right. Oh yeah. Like, like A-Ray, you loaned your bike to Jerry Robin, right? Justin Starling.
2: Oh, uh, Justin yeah. Starling, yeah. I mean he he was just uh he was just wanting to, you know, come out and do the things and, you know, if he made the main, I, I think he was content with that. But then you got guys like Kate Clayson who are who are going on hunting trips and like I, I told you guys this morning. I woke up this morning, and I feel like Cade just just got up and just got his checkbook out and wrote Jeremy Hand and and Jerry Robin twenty five thousand dollar checks. Yeah. crazy. Because I mean Jeremy Hand got twenty six thousand and no jeremy hand got 25 and then jerry robin got twenty six thousand dollars. i mean for for three weeks i mean like that's a
0: that's a end that's a
1: year-end bonus oh dude yeah jeremy yeah. hand is a like he runs the maintenance for a graveyard in his town so that's probably <laughs> graveyard like uh, like, like, like he cuts the grass yeah yeah like oh, we need geez. to come up with like a good gravedigger nickname or something undertaker <laughs> or something good for him for the back of his o'neill gear a-ray but uh yeah, dude, good for him because they didn't even know if they were going to make the trip from Charlotte to Chicago and then Chicago to L.A. Mm-hmm.
4: Anyway, did he yeah, yeah, make the main? Yeah. Uh,
2: no, he did not, but he is also – I think he's very angry right now about a few things because yep. he didn't know about the alternates. Uh, How did he that, not know that? I, I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, like uh, his dad works for the AMA, so I don't, I don't know if it's something that – no one told him or, or what the hell it was, isn't that, what it was. but isn't I guess, it, yeah, he had already though? left or something or he wasn't ready. And yeah, I just Kessler and hand, or it was, it was Kessler and who was the other one? Um,
4: hand. I no, said, hand. No, made no,
2: no, it was Kessler and Moran's. Yeah, yeah. They were Moran's both ready. Right. They were down there and they got to race the second moto. Yeah. Yeah. Nuts. Hey,
1: can you give us an update on how Starling is? Cause there was a lot of debate on if you're bad juju Oh no no no. No, no he's cover. fine.
2: He's fine. He just overjumped something uh on Friday and he just hurt his ankle. It was all swelled up and everything, but no, He rode he was that all next good.
4: practice though too. He seemed to find the next yeah, practice. Yeah, He was all good.
0: Mm. Speaking of uh practice crashes, I mean Hunter being taken out by that spill on on Friday, that's pretty uh pretty substantial. You know, that cost him for sure several hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Maybe not five hundred. Potentially five hundred, but
1: Oh yeah, probably. I mean when you add in all the other bonuses and stuff like that too. And he dropped a lot, you know, triple points and Mm -hmm. he's not there for seventy five points.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that was and that's such
1: a bummer too, because I mean he was the guy all year in the two fifty class. The most points of anybody in Supercross, by far the most points of anybody in outdoors. Mm -hmm. Had a big lead coming into it. And it was his last last two fifty race. race. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah, that that happened within the, the same lap of Hammerker's gnarly one. Almost the same area, too. Same straightaway. Yeah, that was a bummer deal for both those guys. Obviously, we didn't know Hunter's situation completely until Saturday, but... Yeah. Yeah. He was definitely slow to get up from that one.
1: When uh, the second session, I didn't know. Like, I couldn't hear what was going on, and I was watching from the top of the peristyle to shoot it. So, I noticed that he hadn't come by a lot in the second session. I was just like, oh, okay. And then... I rewatched race day live as I was doing photos after that, and it took them a while to figure out like, oh, Hunter's not there, mm-hmm. like he's gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then for the Honda news to come out right before it, like that—that's a big one, you know. Knowing how Hunter is and the people around him, like Doc G is gonna take care of him if he can to make sure that he gets mm-hmm. out there by any means necessary. So it had to be pretty tough to not want to line up at all.
0: Uh, did was there any word on what he hurt? Was did pinch he pinch nerve? Yeah. In his back? Yeah. Yep. Oh, I was like, wonder if he
4: aggravated those ribs again or something. No. It says back and his neck were bothering him. Yeah. Okay, he, so he had a
0: I, big one. Uh Barsha had a big one. Yeah, I hope, dude, dude, hope Barsha is dude. okay, dude,
4: because that
1: was that was really tough to see, like mm-hmm. all the way across the board, and then to look over and like see his wife have to watch him get carded off. And we know Justin's been like through it this year already. Yeah. So I don't,
4: Justin's dude, good. Dude, it gave me huge like rocks and vibes. Like, I honestly think Barsha's riding as good as he's ever ridden and for him to look like an arm injury like oh just nasty
1: he or set up in
0: collarbone right
1: collarbone and uh ribs but like haven't oh, okay. heard for sure mm-hmm. but uh he sat up and was talking to them and it wasn't like he was like completely out of it but i just don't think he was able to get up but then they put him on the backboard and they had the neck brace on yeah. it yeah yeah that was tough so hope justin's okay i know a lot of people online are like oh is his eye okay because they thought he had his handlebar to his face or anything oh, like that oof. but there was no mention of that
0: Okay, I think the most spectacular crash though was the uh SLR Ross. Yeah, that was pretty oh, gnarly. Yeah.
4: He's okay. Yeah. He,
0: he looked had, like the gingerbread man cookie when you like throw. It.
4: Dude, he was like it was like the second he got ejected, he was limp, like knocked out, he flanged. Yeah, that was gnarly.
2: Hey, so did you guys watch the uh the like the Futures race at all? Um with like Towers?
4: I missed the crash. I missed Towers' crash.
2: Yeah, so pretty much what happened um I guess, you know, with Jet doing that quad onto the tabletop, they wanted to change it. So they took the lip off of that first one where you triple. And then I don't know if they didn't tell the kids or what. One of the kids just ate absolute shit on the freaking uh, siding lap. Just endoed his brains out. Mm, gets, yeah. gets back up, lines up, and then towers.
4: Yeah, it was five like, eleven or something. I've seen
2: a lot of the guys, like like oh. the first time they were jumping it, they were clipping it and then indoing. But yeah, that's what happened with Towers right there. Because they, they changed the track, they knocked that face down, and he went to triple in and clipped it, and, and yeah, it took him over the bars. And he, I think he did something with his arm, broke his wrist, but uh, that was a bummer. But Did you yeah, guys I mean, see
4: Kalana Humphrey's crash over the same section? Because that was literally the identical Parker Ross crash. Like he did the, oh the full two flips and hopped right up like nothing. I, I couldn't believe it. I just saw him
1: coming around, with no front number plate, dude. And I didn't know if that was like a new style thing, and I was like, "Ooh." It was tight. just
4: as spectacular as the Parker Ross one. It was horrible. Mm. Yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah, that I got I, up I, Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> and finished. Yeah, he still rode.
0: Yikes! I don't know. Okay, so uh, do we talk results? You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: I mean, before we get into the results, you guys have been to a bunch of races those first motos like how electric did that feel when that was going on yeah
4: Yeah. couldn't
1: oh my gosh
2: like even samantha and i both we just had chills in the in the stands we were watching so close and then like jet or not jet uh joe you know that last (laughs) yeah like like, last five minutes like push samantha was just in the in the stands just go joe go (laughs) you know so yeah i mean she was she was loving it i was loving it um yeah. It, it provided a lot of close racing, I think. Um, and, and everyone was going the same speed. So to make a pass, I think you had to be aggressive, like, like we said earlier. And, and, uh, and yeah, everybody was like, Oh, like every time, uh, I forgot who it was that I think it might've been Joe who was working that inside after the sand, you go right. And then they were going bounce three, three, that left inside where he got Deegan right there. He got mm. a few people right
0: there. Yeah. Uh, Dude, when he made contact with Deegan, I was like, oh, my God, he got aggro. Yeah.
4: Everyone in the press booth was like, wait, what? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I was waiting for, like, the comeback for it, too. Yeah. Like,
1: every few laps. Dude, that battle was so good, though, that nobody was even paying attention to Jordan and RJ. No. Like, at all. Yeah. And they were banging bars. Yep. Yep.
0: Okay, what was the thing that we were laughing about, like? When Jordan won the first moto, it was like a meme or something. The guys,
4: Uh, there was a meme. (laughs) Someone on the broadcast said, "Uh, "Jordan Smith, who's thinking about him? Probably no one. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Someone did it, and they
2: clipped that." (laughs) And and I think and I think I was in the press box around the same time, and I forgot who it was. Someone's like, "Yeah, who would have thought, freaking R.J. or Jordan Smith? Do, Do you think?" Either one of those are going to be consistent over two motos. <laughs> yeah. I believe like you said... said sort of jokingly.
4: I believe you said, if this happens again, hell has frozen over or something like that. I believe I yeah. heard you. I was on the first <laughs> row, though. And then Levi, <laughs> I get the second moto,
1: and you're just like, yeah. oh, wow, it is really all the wild
3: cards. Yeah. Like it. yeah.
4: <laughs> you know, it, it yeah. really, though, like, leaving the... Especially after the, the first 250 race, I'm so bummed to go back to East-West and have all these badass guys just be split up again like the racing these three rounds getting to see all of them racing each other is Mm -hmm. is so sick it's so cool
2: imagine if we had like i mean obviously the 250 class is a regional class you have the east you have the west and the the teams are will never be like be all for it right? right but imagine if we had 17 races of 250 class and 450
1: class all together. Oh, my goodness. it would be survival of the fittest. <laughs> yeah,
2: it really oh, would be. Oh,
0: yeah. my Wow. So, uh, along the survival of the fittest, I mean, Pro Circuit only had Francisco and Joe. Joe. Joe out there, right? Because yep. Hammerker Yard himself. Yeah. And Ryder D had a rough
2: okay. night, man. Rough yeah. night. Bro. Yeah,
0: he was looking good all
4: practice, too, and all Friday. So, But, dude, he, he had bummer. a weird
1: day because he got, like,
4: they were really docking
1: people positions and laps all weekend. Like mm. Kenny lost a fast lap, Caden Braswell lost a fast lap. Ryder lost positions. Because he was fourth one. at one point, I think. Yeah. So yeah, they were on it this weekend on that point.
4: They were on it with sound checks to look like too, dude. They looked oh, like they were yeah. grabbing five bikes every session. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: There's a I have a picture of like J Bone oh, shorts. J Bone Tooley. Um Dean Baker. And then one other AMA guy, and they're all looking over the iPad. And it was so hard of me not to be like, how many AMA guys does it take to do a sound check? Because I I know that there's so many people that would just run wild with that photo. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
0: Moto memes. Oh, yeah. We'll send it to him. Yeah, I I felt bad for Ryder because he just had like the breakthrough podium finish in a moto. And he's been super pumped and everything. It's like last race with Pro Circuit, Mm -hmm. kind of a shitty race.
1: Yeah. I will say it was cool. You know, Hayden wins. There's all, been all this talk all year about, you know, Hayden, Ryder, all this stuff. Ryder parked right next to the crowd of all the photographers and all of Hayden's people waiting for him. Waited for everybody to leave. Didn't go anywhere. And as soon as there was an opening, he got off his bike and walked over and shook Hayden's hand and told him how psyched he was for him. And That's sick. That's sick because, I mean, there's so much shit that gets built up about these kids that they don't ever say. Mm-hmm. And so for them to be straight up with each other, Joe went up, high five Hayden on the podium. So that was cool.
0: Yeah, Joe was Joe was pretty upset afterwards mm-hmm. um, Disappointed himself for the way rode in the second moto Excuse me um, Yeah, if you if you haven't watched How Was Your Weekend You can see the emotion on his face Yeah, he almost didn't want to do How Was Your Weekend Like, I was talking to him, I go, hey I pulled the camera out of my pocket And he's like, ah But, yeah, yeah next year Yeah, he, he said, was a he little said, bummed whenever I walked
2: year. over there I made him take a picture with Samantha
0: <laughs> Yeah did yeah. That didn't make him she's, she's, Uh
2: I think so, yeah. He was smiling for sure. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: but again, like what we've been talking about these last three weeks, Vial was ripping, Joe was ripping, Hayden's ripping, Jordan, RJ. It's going to be a murderer's row next year in that class with yeah.
4: Justin and Hunter on.
0: Speaking of murderer's row, how about Dylan Schwartz in the first lap of the second? <laughs> oh, moment? I love it. Oh, yeah. So sick. <laughs>
4: He said, someone's got to
0: do it. Well, I did <laughs> How Was Your Weekend with him. He's just real sullen, low-key guy. And I was like, how about you being hyper-aggro boy in the first lap of the second moto? And he looks up at me and goes, they're no better than me. Somebody's got to do it. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah, he punted Vial off the track.
4: <laughs> yeah. The the Jordan one was like, oh, okay, he took him out. And then the Vial.
0: Yeah. yeah. I don't know.
1: I think but I think that's just kind of the tipping point. I think guys are ready to start getting spicy with each other. I think yeah. all like, oh, we're homies that mm, yeah. Guys are ready to get serious now.
0: hmm mm. So
2: and, and, and like I'm gonna be honest, like in and no disrespect to like Deegan or anything like that, but I'm whenever I think about like Joe and Hunter and pretty much everyone, right? Sorry for the sirens back here. Sure you LA. guys can probably hear.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah I
2: just downtown freaking <laughs> trying to get through traffic i don't know it's like a damn i don't know what's <laughs> going on they're literally right here <laughs> but anyways it's like they've heard all of this hype from, from brian from you know hayden with all like the ghost riding and like oh if he wins this like it's gonna be huge like i feel like they it was super super hyped up for the deacon thing and i feel like that's where you've seen a little bit of the aggression coming from, like, some of the guys. Like, maybe, like, RJ, maybe Joe Shimoda, and all these, like, kind of pushing him around a bit in that first motto. Did you guys catch any of that? or mm-hmm. or, am yeah, I just, totally. or am I just crazy? Yeah. No, yeah. No,
3: sure. Even when honest.
2: Joe did it,
1: though, I was like, oh, we're gonna do it. Like, yeah. shit's about to get real. It's not just gonna be 20 minutes straight up. It's gonna have to happen. Like
2: but, that. And, and props to Deegan in that in that way, too, right? Because he came back just, to me, like, too. Being a kid and freaking out and because I would, I would have just freaked out and go through my bike into the side of
1: something. <laughs> uh, he you know. he was closing in a couple times. He was looking at some inside lines after that long rhythm section. I was yeah. like, "Oh, it's coming! It's coming!" Joe better put another person between him, otherwise he's gonna get he's gonna get it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I enjoyed seeing the emotion on Hayden's face afterwards, mm-hmm. because a lot of times you just see the uh, the somewhat programmed victory speech that you know. Brian's probably all okay uh, if you touch on this this and this you know because you could tell he's being told what to say Mm -hmm. but the the raw emotion there was awesome I thought that was good
1: I got like 12 minutes of an interview with Brian on Friday for the news break (laughs) and it was cool because like I've said the joke a bunch of times and I told Brian straight up I was like yo I'm so tired of hearing about a ghost ride I want to see a militia twist and Brian's like (laughs) ah okay cool and I was like Hey, what tricks could Hayden do? And he's like, well, Hayden was in his high chair watching us do freestyle. He could probably do everything and then Brian said a bunch of other stuff talking about where they thought Hayden would be. He's like, we thought he'd be fifth to tenth like those first couple nationals we did last year, he did not do well, and we mm-hmm. thought this was going to be a big learning year. so to see where we're at now, it's pretty eye opening, but then he you know he also goes on to say first year, all that stuff, but then was surprised that. Maybe the competition wasn't as good as they thought it would be. And I was like, oh, okay, here we go. But then for Brian to go through everything this weekend, like, I bet he got interviewed 15 times between really? us, Racer X, any YouTube channel, the TV broadcast, Race Day Live, asking about the ghost ride, asking about this, asking about that. But for him, like, think about all the stuff that went down at the Coliseum to do the militia twist right at the base of the peristyle and all that. Mm -hmm. Like, I can remember that as clear as day the big bandana, him landing that trick, like, how pumped everybody was for it. Mm -hmm. And I was watching it on TV. So to go back there and see your kid do that, like, it's got to be unbelievable.
0: Mm -hmm. It's crazy. And that filing cabin outside, I have slide film of it, of the militia twist.
1: I I told him, I was like, dude, I remember that your bandana was like this thick on your head.
0: Yeah. So uh, we talked about it a little bit. Did you see the giant tough block in the turn Mm -hmm. after the finish line? I think that was in preparation for potential ghost ride. Yeah. I mean,
1: it's typically there, but that one seemed, they were very adamant. All the track security guys were like, you can't be here. You can't be here all weekend. We're like, yeah, we know. Yeah.
0: Because, you know, I I obviously pinned it to the pits to uh, start on, how was your weekend? So I watched Hayden cross finish line with all the star guys in the pits and they're all, here it comes, it's coming. And they're, you know, is he going to do it? Is he not going to do it? But ultimately he didn't, I guess Hayden told Casey that he was going to do it over the tunnel jump Mm. because he wouldn't have to fall down after ghost riding the bike down into the pit of a double, you know? So I thought maybe he was going to go back and do it after that. But I think maybe the, that was the plan. But I think the emotion took over, and he's just like, ah, fuck that. Well, but even the last
1: lap too, like Joe was coming, and if he yeah. had gotten Justin in one of those last two corners, there you ghost ride the bike, but you didn't win. So who knows? Yeah,
4: yeah, that's all. I think that's how all of us were in the, in the press booth. we like, ah, we didn't think he was going to do it just because he wasn't winning the race, right? He was yeah. winning the overall, but.
0: So how would that work? Okay, so he's going to get a permanent number next year, yep. right? I'm guessing 38, <laughs> yeah. right? But. So it'd be thirty-eight in Supercross, thirty-eight in Motocross. And then for the playoffs next year, does he run number one?
4: Yep, mm-hmm. yellow gold or what is it? Blue and purple and yellow. It purple like. yellow, yeah.
0: Purple yellow. Yeah, those plates. That's
4: what the plate
1: looked like.
0: Yeah,
4: it was like a purple background like with Scrub the
0: yellow. Like Scrub Daddy Suzuki. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It
4: was the SMX colors. Yeah, it was that that purple and that okay. like neon.
0: Yeah, I was just thinking blue and yellow like the old rang- Grand one, National. Yeah. Wow. So, along those lines, everybody's getting their new numbers, right? Uh, Chase announced he's taking four?
1: No, he didn't announce it. Um, Kind of alluded to it. Somebody asked him in the press conference, and he was just like, oh, and just kind of kept it going. But Mm -hmm. we'll know in the next two weeks.
0: Yeah. So, tomorrow, I know three guys are riding new bikes. Oh, really? Yeah. But... Um dude Joe's going to Japan for a month.
1: Just mellow. Yeah, just
0: like the- I was like, "Hey, you you riding that new bike on Monday?" He goes, oh, "I'll be in Japan." And he's going for a month. I was like, "Are you going to test it in Japan?" He goes, "No, just for fun." <coughs> but uh yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: I- hey, cuz you're tied in with everybody. It's been a long long year. We're way into it and with all these changes like how much of a break are guys going to get? Or does the work start immediately in a couple weeks?
2: Uh, I think I think for a few guys, um, they're going to take quite a bit of time off, right? Like uh, maybe like a month, hmm. month and a half, um, which <laughs> it, it doesn't seem like a lot after the year that some of these guys have had. And then other guys um, are switching teams, and they're getting right. I mean, they're taking a week off, and they're getting right back into it. Um, I hear – I hear Colt Nichols is going to start riding the Beta or Beta next week. Um,
4: they have a bike.
3: You
2: know, I mean, luckily for Coop, he's been on this Yamaha for, you know, quite a few weeks now. So he's able to take a, a, a bit of a longer break. Uh, I'm sure Sexton is going to take a week or two and then and then get back on the, you know, get on the KTM because he has a lot of testing to do as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's not much time. That's that's. That, and that's what sucks, too. That's why we can't really – that's why we were having a tough time finding a team for the Destinations, you know, mm-hmm. because these guys are worn out. We added races to the series. Um, you know, it's a lot of travel, you know, and a lot of a lot of them are switching teams, right? I mean, you got Ryder D. He's going to be on a gas-gas, I believe, here pretty soon. Yeah. Um, Tomorrow. You know, everyone who's going to PC, uh, like uh, Boland and Kitchen, Kitchen. And, you know, and, you know, triumph so, yeah, boys. I mean, I think, yeah, the Triumph guys, like, I, I'm <coughs> assuming that they're going to they're going to take a probably a two week break. And that's about it. Yeah. But, yeah, for the guys that aren't switching teams, I'd say um, probably a month. Yeah. You know,
1: and there's no shortage of racing coming up because, like, Jet, Hunter, Ken will go to France, do motocross nations. They'll get a little bit of a break. Uh, you got the Abu Dhabi Supercross that's in there, and then Paris Supercross, and that's yep. stacked because it's Cooper, it's Justin Barsha, it's Ken, it's both Hunter Lawrence and Jet, it's Joe Shimoda. There's a lot of Tom Al, so that's a stacked race. So is
0: that where uh, Joe will race first? Yeah. I think so, yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, and they're trying to figure out if Hunter's 250 or 450 for that. And then um, after that, then you have Australia, and who knows, like, still can and all that. But then, I mean, at that point you're already at the end of November and then there's December and it's on.
0: Yeah. Wow. 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 So Suzuki announced that they signed for two more years with, uh, Mm -hmm. pipes, motorsports, twisted T progressive, all that. What's the thoughts on that? It's, it's going to be Kenny and maybe Ferrandis?
1: So last week, Dylan made it a point to tell LeBig, hey, tell all of your English media friends that I have not signed that deal and tell them to stop saying that because it could be messing up something else that I'm working on. Oh. So it might not be a done deal yet. Um, it's looking that way. I don't know if
3: the yeah, I thing talked that was to, working.
2: Uh, you guys are talking about Brandis, right? Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I talked to Dustin Pipes a little bit about it last night, and he confirmed that he has not signed a single thing with them. Yeah, I confirmed that last night. I mean, obviously they're talking, so... But, yeah, nothing is nothing is set in stone yet.
1: But, so, I mean, that we, sets Kenny for good. I mean, that sets Kenny for a minute there.
4: We know that, that Star made him an offer. Do you think maybe now that he's getting the bike figured out, he's rethinking turning that down? No? No, because they're full. Okay.
0: Yeah, he, he walked away and left all his blue gear on the table. Dude, did you see... His chest protector, the back was like, it had a really good sticker or painted or something.
1: Yeah, it's a sticker. It's yeah,
0: he always has ex- those, yeah. Is
4: it still Facelift Unlimited that does them? Do you know? I don't know. They did them forever.
0: But it has like the venting in it and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, it is yep. nice. It's like a
4: it's like a wrap, really. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. It looked really cool. Because <laughs> the
1: color matched everything, too, yeah.
0: Like, when he left all that shit, I was like, yo, let me have that chest protector for the office. <laughs> yeah,
4: he... uh like years ago, when he first started doing like the chest pro on the outside, mm-hmm. this brand facelift unlimited was like making him custom
0: ones. Flu, yeah, flu, yeah. 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 I remember those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, let's take a uh, break to hear from our sponsors, including X Brand Goggles. The SV Inventions supports the sport of motocross with innovative products like the original unbreakable folding lever, on-the-fly adjustable clutch purchase rotator front brake clamps, Y-handle tools, and more. ASV is also a distributor of products like ODI Grips and the innovative Gate King Tailgate Adjuster. They're also a proud sponsor of the Swap Moto Race Series and their trackside at each and every event. Their Amateur Racer Support Program is open year-round, and you can apply for support at hookit.com. Learn more about ASV products at asvinventions.com. Did you know that in addition to being some of the coolest people on motocross, the crew at WUSA are the official importers of Talon, Kite, and Edge hubs, as well as the leading resource for DID and Excel rims. Through the years, we've tested plenty of aftermarket wheels and the wheel building crew at WUSA can't be beat. WUSA is the source for all things associated with wheels, including sprockets, spoke wrenches, tire irons, and more. Mention Swap Moto Live when ordering anything from WUSA and get a nice little discount too check them out at wusa.com hey what's up guys it's malcolm stewart here i ride for the rockstar energy Husqvarna, and i've been training harder than ever and i've been using guiltless food company for my performance on my motorcycle and it's been doing a phenomenal job i've been with these guys for the last four years and i give meals every week and it's just easy for for me to come in on a hard day's riding throw it in the microwave and my meals are ready to go and it's fit ready meals provided for me you can sign up online and by using guiltlessfoodco.com or go to our local Temecula store and get your meals in person set yourself up for an easy win by going to guiltless food co
4: what's up this is christian craig as a motocross racer being in top physical shape is a must and my favorite way to train is cycling and whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order.
0: Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Life podcast for additional discounts in the shop. Hey guys, it's Ryan Villapoto. Now that I'm living the retired life and not bound to factory team sponsors, I'm able to choose my partners when it comes to
1: building my bikes. I choose Backyard Designs to create my motorcycle graphics because they do a great
2: job. Their kits look great, go on easy, and last long.
0: Backyard Design has the most comprehensive and user-friendly graphic website in the sport. Use the discount code SWATMOTO at checkout for a discount at BackyardDesignsUSA.com. G'day guys, this is nine times X Games gold medalist, Jared McNeil. Off the motocross bike, I spend plenty of time cross training on my Intense mountain bike. From the super fast and efficient Sniper cross country bike, to the aggressive Primer and Tracer trail bikes, or even the amazing Taser e bike, every Intense is designed and developed in the United States and built to the highest standards. A life on two wheels certainly includes pedals too, so give the crew at IntenseCycles.com a look. X-Brand goggles was launched in 2008, and over the past two decades, they've earned a reputation as one of the elite eyewear choices in our sport. The newest offering, the Lucid Goggle, features an XDO injection molded lens for exceptional optical clarity, as well as superior protection against the massive roost that modern-day four-stroke bikes throw. At Swap Moto Live, we love the Lucid Goggle for its huge field of vision. Check them out at xbrand.com. That's E K S com. hey guys welcome back to the kickstart podcast presented by pro taper um so is everything announced rider switches except where's verandis going
4: i don't think anything's announced Nothing's announced well, yet. not announced but, but right, like we no know, yeah know? yeah
0: uh for the
1: most part yeah i don't think anything else like i can't think of anybody that doesn't have anything that would need something
0: marvin moose can
4: i think that's on marvin i think that's yeah
0: well, Marvin wants to race. He does. Yeah, yeah. Does KTM know that? <laughs> yeah, no, he he's so he's so like secretive, you know. Yeah, like he calls me and wants to borrow a bicycle, and then I go, "Hey, what's up?" Oh, nothing. Yeah, mm. but I don't know. Anyone retiring? Mm, not that I can think Just of. Just Ray? Yeah. Why didn't they have a parade lap for Alex? Bro,
2: I quit. I did not retire. I quit. <laughs> that's
0: why. <laughs> Maybe if it was retired, I still gotta go to work tomorrow. <laughs> yeah.
2: I gotta go to work tomorrow, dude. I, I didn't retire. I quit.
0: Retired from the racing
4: game, though. J Mart signed a three-year deal, right? Mm-hmm. Dude, oh, he's back. That's insane. That's, that's what about set. JB? We're J-B? We th-
2: What's JB do? Barsha, Brayton.
3: Oh, oh, I bet well, Braden yeah, does Brayton.
2: something.
4: Yeah, he has to keep his number still, right? Yeah. I bet he does a couple. Because Kitchen was supposed to or wanted it. Yeah,
1: I bet, I oh. bet, uh, I bet he does a couple. Because at this point, he'd probably be the oldest guy to score points. Yeah, dude,
4: ten would have looked could. sick he's on a PC not, Cowie.
0: He's not older than John Dowd was. He's thirty-eight. Jesus, and that's, that's like insane. Supercross points though. Oh, wasn't John Dowd like thirty-eight when he won the one twenty-five regional Supercross? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know. Uh yeah, I don't so, know. The only thing on the numbers I was thinking was seeing A ran that one four today. He looked good in just a one four. <laughs> did Chad the,
2: Reed the, request my amateur number this, year, this today? You like yeah. the one four? A yeah. Ray you oh, were riding hey, so
1: good. You were riding that Stark so good that they would have given you one four straight up.
4: You ran one four yeah, in the stadium though, stopped. so
0: Oh yeah, he ran he ran it in the stadium, yeah. hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh I sure did, did. Chad, did Chad Reed request keep 2-2 again?
2: Yes. Yeah. I think so, yeah. What the there's, fuck? What? There's a couple of them, yeah, that are. But Zach
0: you, got rid of his.
1: Zach's done. Did uh, Tickle
0: asked for 20 again?
2: I think that one's up.
1: Uh,
4: I don't think he can ask for it again.
1: again. 20
0: is a sick number.
1: Bogle, Bogle's going to keep 19 again.
4: Yeah. Yeah. 10 would have looked so sick on Kitchen Spike. Yeah.
1: Man, that'd be a wild early career number, too. Right? Like early. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
4: That's a bummer.
0: Is Kitchen the lowest or the highest? Points guy that doesn't have a permanent number. Um, Wait, is thirty Joe's permanent number, or was that just he got it again? I think he just got it again. I don't know. It might have been permanent. Oh, really? I think so. Oh, never mind then. I don't know. I don't know. Do you guys think Deegan will take thirty-eight? Yeah, because yeah. the
1: the question now is like who gets thirteen? Because there was like I think it's Vial that could get that. You but know, I don't think anybody's taking that. Yeah.
0: Jesse Nelson took 13, and I remember I talked to him about it, and he goes, 13's a lucky number in our family. You know, it it was this or that, this and that, and then he broke his back. Yeah. 13 was no
1: good. That happened on the 13th, too. Did it? That's my birthday, yeah.
4: Ooh. (laughs) Uh, What about, is anyone going to get Zach's number, you think? 16? I wonder if anyone (sighs) wants that. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Hmm. Are you surrendering 140? (laughs)
2: <laughs> uh yeah <laughs> yeah whoever wants it they can have it I got 14 I'm good
0: <laughs> you know I didn't even make that connection that you took 140 because it's 14-0 23 is going to be available now too mm-hmm.
2: yeah I mean dude I was always like three digit number I mean I was 314 because that was the only thing that was available and I was that number for all, up, all the way up until I got a two digit right and then uh mm-hmm. Yeah, it was 140 this year just because, yeah.
0: Why would you I, choose I 314 three. back then cuz that was your weight?
2: Uh, that no, was the only thing that was available, but yeah, I mean it was pretty close in numbers
0: there. It was, it was just a a version of 14.
2: Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what we were we were seeing on the scale.
0: Is 5 up now? Available? Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh. Uh, I want to see what number Grant Harlan gets because he scored a lot Whoa. of
2: points and it's going to be. Low. Uh, I think he's in the thirties. Yeah, he's oh thirty. Um, yeah, he'll be he'll be a low thirty number. I think it's it's him and Freddie. Yeah, they're super low. Yeah. Uh, but uh, speaking of numbers, right? Like, there's been some chatter about this number four with Sexton, uh, oh, yeah. with Lawrence Brothers. I guess I don't know. I, the Lawrence Brothers have been very, very chatty the last couple <laughs> weeks. That's what I
1: said and, last week, dude. I don't think this is, like, an accident.
2: Like, like, like are they just getting comfortable with, like, just saying whatever they, whatever comes to mind? or, Mind or like games? Are, is it mind games? Is it a publicity stunt? Are they just trying to get people to hate them? Like, so, what, it, what is it? So because we were, I, I feel like they're going from everyone loving them to, like, kind of the bad boys, right?
4: We were talking about this, and then on the start of Second moto. You, someone saw Ken and Sexton. Look at, ooh, look at, <laughs> look at Jet, and then at each other and fist bump. I guess.
0: Like, oh, I saw oh, that like,
4: teamwork. Rocks oh, and let's walk do this. over to <laughs> Sexton did that. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, and they were all three
1: lined up next to each other too. Yeah, like me and uh, me and Keaton, one of the social guys for Supercross, like looked at each other and were like, "Oh, it's on, <laughs> it's on." Yeah. Hmm. But I bet, like, even at that point. Ken and Chase are gonna keep training together. Like yeah. you don't think that those two just iron sharpens iron, just keep going for it. And Jet and Hunter are gonna be making each other faster as they can.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, did, yeah. Did, 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 any, did guys... any of
1: you
2: guys see the see the tweet that um, I guess in the press conference there that Hunter was saying that it should uh, that number four should be retired? And then there was a tweet like, "Damn." That's an awesome way to show some respect to Blake Baggett. Yeah, they say
4: they must, the Lawrence brothers must have some serious respect for Blake Baggett. Yeah,
2: <laughs> no, and then I guess um, in the post race press press conference, uh, Jet was he made a comment saying that the number four would look a lot better on a Honda and not a, a instead of another brand or something. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. I, I guess that's that's what I heard too. Yeah, they they've been making some comments on the number four. I was like I don't I don't understand it. But you I mean, know, fuck what? if it's available, fucking take it, you know. They both won the outdoor championships. Yeah. They had a you good
1: know? they had a good reason like uh, if you're going to make the permanent number system and both of those boys are being very good about build the brand around it, like why would you change right. now after I mean the ESPN article lays out how much money Jets made in merch. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I know a lot of people are shit talking us cuz we didn't get those numbers or whatever. But uh Yeah, yeah I mean they're going to stick by it and be 18 and 96. Cause like you've already built the brand around it. Um, but to the point of like, if they're talking a lot, they're winning. So they're backing it up, Yeah. you know? And like we've been talking about, it's just going to make it better. It's going to make everybody be a little bit feistier.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You made reference to that ESPN article. Mm -hmm. Did you read the whole thing? Mm -hmm. Did you read it? I did not. Dude, it is so well written.
4: It got posted like yesterday though, during the race, right? Friday. Yeah. It's it's really well
0: done. I was like, Reading that kind of made me sad. Dude, right. It made me miss magazines. Oh, my God. It pissed me. like
1: Alyssa <laughs> did a great job. That thing is great. She did a great report on Loretta's too. But uh, that was one of those things where I was like, ooh, that was the knife to the heart of like, there is no long-form shit anymore. It's just all yeah. how fast can we yeah. put it out now. Yeah.
2: Like, that was obviously. Let's just bring a- the print back, boys. Let's bring the print back.
1: Dude, let just like how uh, Axo did Inside Motocross. We need to have Frank underwrite our own new print publication. Yeah, just a big four times a year glossy. Yeah,
0: but yeah, like like I I read it and I was just like, wow, you know, because that's not like something she wrote in a day. No, you know, she talked to so many people, spent a lot of time, and it, it was. I mean, she's a wordsmith. She it was beautifully written, and I was just like, damn it. Yeah, I remember when I would write a cover story. I'd put a lot of effort into it, you know. And man, yeah. yeah, did you that know. one bump? Like, you know, cool. is there still ESPN print magazine? No, no, no. So she did that just for the web. Mm-hmm. God bless her, man. I wouldn't put that much effort into something disposable.
2: Hey, on, on this whole journalist uh, photography question here, right? How, like, you guys for the past few years have just been like, uh, I mean, like, like, I mean, myself included, like with the podcast and everything swap out a lot right the main goal has been to create content right create content for youtube um, instagram whatever it be like for the website all of that right have you guys i mean because like you guys fell in love with photography like from a young age like taking photos and being artsy or, or chase you on the video side i mean chase you make your videos and it's pretty special to you because you know you get artistic with that and stuff like this is more of a question for Don and Anton. Do you guys ever just go out and just want to take photos of, like, something other than a guy just, like, going through a corner? Maybe, like, get artistic with it? I mean, because I know – I mean, we just, we just you know, go to the track and just shoot some photos and then post them up on the website. But is there ever, like, hey, let's pay up and let's go out in the hills, like, at sunset or, you know, let's, let's you know, do something fun and unorthodox or out of the box –
0: I've I've done for, weird stuff once in a while, like you know, bust out a tripod, take a picture of the full moon, or mm-hmm. you yeah. know, just stuff like that. But like, yeah, the Not only, really. would you wanna would you wanna
4: sell O'Neill gear on the weekends, Avery? Uh,
2: I mean, yeah, well, but, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> as new. a labor
4: of love, you're new to it, though. <laughs> yeah, Heck yeah. I
2: dealer dealerships are open on the weekends, man. I mean, they're still at work. You know, I'm okay. I'm always answering my phone for the dealers, you know, that I support, or you know, that are, I'm helping. So so yeah, man, I'm drinking anytime. I'm selling, I'm slinging it,
1: you know. Mm. Uh, so to your question, A Ray, um, yeah, yes and no. Like the photography thing, the only reason I do it really is because of Moto, because it's how Don told me I could get that close to the track. I had a really good conversation with one of the security guys on Friday discussing it, and I was telling him like could, he was pumped on me. He was a guy my age. He's like, "How do you do this?" Mm-hmm. And he was like, "I shoot photos." I'm like, "Well, what do you shoot?" And he didn't really have an answer. I'm like, "Well, go." go figure out what you want to shoot and shoot everything. And I think we're lucky enough that we shoot exactly what we like. I don't think I could make anything else look the way I see it because I don't love anything as much as I love what I see every Saturday. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. I got, yeah. I got
0: into shooting girls soccer <laughs> when, my, when my kids played. And it's funny because I had to learn the sport yeah. and figure out where the passes were going to go and whose position was what. And I got pretty good at predicting stuff at that point, but that was only because my kids played, you know, but shooting something else. Uh.
1: We, I I had a lot of conversations through the weekend with like different guys that I'm around every week that are still trying to figure out stuff. And because we're working so much, you can never really like find the next thing you want to do or like make the skill. Cause you got to work on the stuff you already have to do. Mm -hmm. But uh, after I got the jet interview, as we walked out of the stadium, so you see the whole peristyle in the back and then we walk up that stuff is really fun. Like to know that we're making really good content and it always looks cool and it's authentic to us. Like it might not look the prettiest, but I know it's like exactly how we see it. And I think that that means a lot more because the trans world stuff, like to make it perfect, like how many rounds of copy editing did we do might mm-hmm. not be perfect now on the website, but it's us. It's coming straight from the source. Mm-hmm.
2: Do you guys have like a, I mean, I know, Don, I'm, you have a pretty good photog- photographic memory, but, but is there, like, one photo, like, per year that you just go back and think about and, like, damn, I shot that photo, and it was fucking sick. It was the right time of day. It was the right moment. Like, there was a scenario around it. And, like, do you ever go back to that photo and just be like, I captured this moment, and it was freaking awesome.
0: You know, for me, you've seen them, the, the, the trans world covers that are in our office. Like, those are some of my favorite photos I've shot. I've shot a lot more, but, like, I'm not going to spend the hundreds of dollars to get them blown up like that. But, like, yeah, the the Christian Craig fire cover, that was a project because it was so dangerous. (laughs) You know, pouring 20 gallons of gas and 10 gallons of diesel on the jump and lighting on fire and having -hmm. Christian scrub over it.
1: The Jesse one in the that snow. That was cool. Jesse in the snow. That one was awesome because he won that race and immediately told me like, you better tell Don that I'm getting a cover. And I <laughs> walked over to you and told you he wants a cover on Jesse. Yeah. And it that was That's, cool. Uh,
0: the cool thing about that too is Jesse Nelson was into it. Yeah. He said, I want to do something different. Think of something different that we could do.
1: And the orange pops so good on the white. Yeah, it did. Yeah. And then we
0: thought about the snow and then just by chance, Don Wilson knew someone at mountain high and they built us a berm mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, that was crazy. I mean, Jesse riding his KTM 250 SXF in a berm while there's snowboarders going by. That was cool. Uh, that Malcolm Stewart cover where we got the chalk mm-hmm. uh, and laid that out. That was super cool. And then uh, one of the other covers that was pretty cool was we shot Diana Dahlgren. I was thinking about that one.
3: Yeah, because uh, that was a
0: big learning lesson. Yeah, and yeah, that studio. was the first powder. Yeah, we shot that with the the chalk everywhere and
2: everywhere I, I don't know dog. i just i see a very empty uh coffee table in my house i i feel like a hard copy coffee like a, a hard copy i don't know what is it like a coffee table book uh, that's when you one buy david like,
1: duhurst and that's a good
2: book with just like some super nice photos just from over the years yeah. I feel like that would just be awesome.
1: If you'd like, we'll give you a couple of our bound sales decks. Those are eighty photos from the <laughs> year. Those are beautiful. So, and we're very behind on that thing right now.
2: Hell yeah!
0: Yeah, I like that. I don't know. Are we wrapping this one up? We got to talk about the four hundred fifty class. We haven't talk about 450s. Oh. Yeah, sorry. I went. I,
2: went, I took oh. a left turn there, asking. Photo that was good though, A-Ray. That was good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just sort of curious about
0: the. Four hundred fifty class. Poor Chase. Poor Justin. Yeah. I think but.
4: what we learned is the guys that really needed the money this weekend won the money.
0: Really needed it. <sighs> oh <Just> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: Someone said that in the press box after Hayden won, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I was yeah. laughing so hard.
2: Yeah. Filthy Phil Nicoletti, LCQ champion. He got a. How sick was that got got play?
4: Hey, do you like how he blamed it on, on SMX? <laughs> And I guess
2: he swore again. I guess he said ass or something. Yeah, he said thanks,
4: Super Motocross, for the smart ass award or something. It was all (laughs) mathis. Oh, jeez, that was good.
1: I can't wait to rewatch. Like again, yeah, I can't wait to watch. As exciting as I mean, I can tell you every everything that happened in those first two fifty motos. But those second motos for both classes, I was just like, oh, what's happening? What's going to happen? I'll be excited to rewatch tonight because uh, I want to see what happened in those last like seven laps between Ken and chase i know that something happened where either the hill brothers got in the way yeah or there was josh traffic, but they were trying to get out of the way
4: yeah so the split lane on the sand <laughs> um i think jet goes by down the downhill josh sees jet going to the outside so jet, josh goes to the inside not knowing ken was doing inside the whole time or that far left side so yeah he was just cruising through that lane thinking he was out of the way but really he was holding ken up yeah just unfortunate
1: that gap went from like less than a second up to a little bit more it was 2.8 and then then went to four at one point and then got back to down like one point something at Mm -hmm. the last two laps because i mean josh and justin aren't trying to do anything bad like those two guys are probably the most heads up and aware of everybody out there but um yeah that could have gotten really interesting in those last few minutes yeah oh you
4: know what i'm surprised no one I, i didn't see anyone do maybe it's illegal so maybe you guys can tell me but i Chris thought so, yeah i thought someone was going go to go the inside land onto the mm. outside. like sure far that, left I'm to sure the right i'm sure there's rules against that i, would, I feel like that would have been so fast they were though they were landing on the the if you went far left that they, they were landing on the berm for the far right line like, Jason and Ken, where they were landing was on that berm because mm-hmm. they were jumping even further. It was pretty cool. Mm.
1: And there was no room for error there because no. I almost got smoked by Josh Cartwright on Friday, and then another photographer got hit by AP yesterday. Oof. Really? Coming, because they launched into the sand <sighs> and then just... And then, and shot, then
4: shot
0: Dude, I was so sketched out standing there all yeah. night.
4: There was a... There was a... On press day, we were filming... I was filming there, and uh, one of the guys with the walkie-talkies, I don't know who... He wasn't a dig-dug, but... I could hear the walkie-talkie say, "Hey, tell them to get away from the sand. They're too close. They're too close." And the guy was just watching, just not even. <laughs> he had Jim Perry <laughs> in his ear all year. He's like, "I'm good." Yeah, good. he's like, "Just I'm watching." <laughs> you know, I'd look at him like, "Am I good? Am I good?" All right, he's not going to say anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, that that section though, like I moonwalked through there all night. Like I wouldn't walk with my back to it. Mm-hmm. No, I was like, ah, sketch.
1: Okay, so then you've been to the Coliseum a bunch of times. With that kind of track, like was that almost the perfect kind of like, hey, this is how it used to be because it wasn't a full blown Supercross track, but they filled the when we when we were at the Cowie thing, they had all these old races, and like you really could see how slow the two strokes were in that same video. Oh yeah, and like how much it filled out, and then they were going so fast for never clicking out of third gear
0: Mm -hmm. on that track. Hey, you know something? When uh, you know, like when you go to your childhood home, you're like, oh wow. I remember the backyard being a lot bigger. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember the peristyle being a lot steeper and like like way more like oh massive. You know, like I, I mean, it was super cool for sure. Don't get me wrong, but like in my memory from like the last time I was there, I it seemed like it was higher and steeper, and you know they jumped way down it and stuff. But mm-hmm. but uh, I don't know. I thought the track was cool.
1: I would really, like A-Ray, I talk to people, I'm sure all the guys you talk to, it would have to be a big shift in your head to go from those two wide open fast tracks two weeks before and then to that slow of a track, really. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's. I, but I feel like that's what they were going for, right? Like super motocross, like a little bit of, uh, a little bit of everything, mm-hmm. like a hybrid, a full outdoor and then somewhat full supercross, right? and i I think they i think they pulled it off they didn't want it to be easy on the riders or the teams you know because we just have so much stuff that's just making it easier now we got electronics we got greats we got starting devices you know like all of this stuff like 10 personnel you know i mean we have dartfish people who are videoing each practice you got a guy who's videoing the rider and then a guy another guy who's videoing the rest of the riders so like they're seeing what everyone is doing, and then as well as what they're doing wrong, and it's just like I, I don't know. Like everyone's kind of going the same speed, but now like I don't know, they there needed to be a wrench thrown in it, and I feel like they did. They did exactly that. Even if they weren't even trying to do that, they did it. You know, and it, it's been awesome to watch. It's been awesome to see these guys. I mean, even Jet, who just went twenty-two and zero, struggle. Mm-hmm. You know in some of these guys. Great-
1: To see how close the pace is in the lap times. Like, again, I had to read them off from Friday's free practice for the news break, and I'm like, that's a tenth. That's a quarter of a second there.
4: And and to watch, like, to actually be there and watch where, like, they're not all making time in the same areas. Like, uh, Webb's fast lap on the last lap, I don't think anyone got it on video, but he was probably quite a bit slower than everyone else. And then right before the finish, he uncorked a double quad double that I didn't see anyone else even attempt. And I think that was like his time right there. So they were all making ground. It seemed like in different areas. It was pretty cool.
0: I think they could have lit the peristyle area better.
4: Dude, it was dark. Even after <laughs> opening ceremonies, I kept waiting. I'm like, all right, this is yeah. like the dramatic when's the light lighting. Yeah, <laughs> <when's->
3: <laughs>
1: That was a, like you said it for the pits and everything like that. It was a really good crowd. Cause that's a big building.
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: And it's crazy how the end zones were empty, right? Yeah. Like the, they close the seats why not run track up into that area
1: because then i think they'd be there until next week and they <laughs> get yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's true <laughs> i
3: guess so
0: i don't know i just think they need to light that shit better yeah. although yeah but the talk is that we're not going back there
1: no yeah i don't think so three new places but i mean they Born announced the full they announced the full 24 supercross and pro motocross schedule and a couple new ones that are on that uh philadelphia S- birmingham san fran New San Fran venue. Well, not new. That? Oracle Park, so it's the baseball stadium again. By the water? By the water, yes. Yeah, yeah. right oh, too. No, that yeah. sick. That was right there. Yeah, and then was uh, there was another one. No Atlanta, though, which was a surprise, but yeah. Birmingham will be cool because that's yep. a nice new stadium.
4: Hmm. Motocross schedule looked exactly the
1: same. 100%. Mm. More weekends. the Because we, we lost that one weekend off because of the Oakland deal this year for Supercross, so yes, yeah, so a couple more weekends off in there. And then, yeah, just plug right along. But I don't, I've heard for the Super Motocross stuff for next year that they really want to try to make this like big landmark venues and try to go somewhere else so that mm-hmm. when it is time for like year three or year four, you know what works and then make that the super tour of the places you know works.
0: Hmm. Did you ever go to a Supercross in the Rose Bowl in Pasadena? mm That was always cool too. Well, that was cool for me because I, I grew up a mile from the rose bowl you know i have a dirt studios shirt from that race is relust on it
4: favorite one i don't know i don't i don't know what the writers are (laughs) (laughs) i was wearing because they look cool
0: (laughs) you know the best thing is is when langston came in for this show Uh i was talking about how he's world champion this and that and he goes he he was racer no that that was not langston
4: that was uh i knew langston was a racer." uh what's his face no because I thought you're the all, era I thought before I thought no, you told to links guy no he was saying that someone on the dealership said that oh no I would because I was I was going into the dealership while he was still racing that's where I, like I was used to get gear as a kid and stuff. oh okay okay yeah, yeah, yeah. So who was it yeah. it was um uh rockstar husky team manager oh, oh Nathan, Nathan Ramsey? yeah I didn't know Nate dogg was a racer what yeah no idea I thought he was just like a industry oh my guy.
2: god put him in jail that, is, yeah. that should be a Prime
0: I know. Oh, Sorry, that, A-Ray. That, that Tennessee championship zone. was when he was in diapers. Tennessee? Yeah,
2: dude. He's I'm, Tennessee. He was a factory Honda rider for years. Yeah, that dude. Win. Like
0: the, At the Cowie
4: thing? Dude,
2: I... Remember that year he wore a Cherby's gear? Oh, yeah. And looked f-
1: hot fire, too. <laughs> yeah, right. Dude, anything on a factory Honda back then, I was about it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, hey, sure. guess who's FaceTiming me right now? Freaking Dino.
0: <laughs>
2: he must be okay. He's FaceTiming me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so the Cowie thing. Oh, know. dude,
4: I like if you were to, if it was like a police thing, and you're like, "What's the name of this guy? What's the name of this guy?" I would no idea. I I'd know well, Mike Craig Damon Huffman. and Damon Huffman, yeah. but that's because I've met Damon Huffman when we did a show. Hmm. You knew Chicken. Oh no. Yeah, Chicken.
0: I'm gonna just ignore that beep, and I'm not getting up. Turn it off. But that might be Avery though.
4: Avery, are you still I here? think Avery left? I uh-huh. think it's Avery. He he probably pushed hang up on, on Dino, Dino and he hung up on Max. Yeah. It's you, Bro, I tried, I, I, I,
2: I tried, yeah, you red tried to red button him, but yeah, I tried to red button him, but I, I just red butted everybody.
1: Yeah, And so, that Cowie thing, they had Jimmy Weinert there, mm-hmm. and like Jimmy talked about. You
0: well, he know, was like the original cowboy, uh-huh.
1: hobby, right? Oh no, that, I thought that was Lackey.
0: Oh yeah, you're right.
1: Yeah. But they had Jimmy there, and Jimmy's like, you know, when I raced, I just quit. I didn't think it was anything about it. I just like, that part of my life is over, and I went on to the next thing. And he kind of got emotional, and he's like, the past two days that I've been here, I've had so many people tell me how oh, I yeah. was their childhood hero. Yeah. And uh-huh. to hear that, like, I know the jammer because of the paddle tire story that I've read in MXA a yeah. million times. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was, I've said it a couple times this year. It's been very cool to see so many companies celebrate 50th and 60th anniversaries and stuff. And it's mm-hmm. so cool to see so many of the people that have helped shape the sport are still here. We're so fortunate to have that. And it's been very cool to see so many brands want to bring those guys back rather than just put pictures of them up.
0: Yeah. Uh Dude, I wish that I had been there for the Cowie thing because Chase, Chase was telling me today that the guys were talking and stuff and Damon Huffman got up there and was talking and was saying something <laughs> like yeah you know
4: no whoever was hosting it was saying like Davey. hey who'd you yeah he was like who'd you arrest or whatever <laughs> <laughs> you, you done any arrests recently <laughs> and someone in the back saw mike craig <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: it was funny because megan that works at kawasaki she and i were talking before and she's like Oh, well, we have a special guest that's gonna ride the bike out and i was mm-hmm. like oh okay and she's like, who do you think it is? And I'd seen Stu do a Science of Supercross thing earlier in the year. I'm like, well, it's well, number seven, dude. This is new bike. And she's like, it's not him. And then we were on the floor, and that super bitchin', uh jet ski box van rolled oh, um, out the yeah. green one. And then the voice of God was like, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Such and such many 125 wins. I'm like, well, who is that? And then they're like, <laughs> Jeff Matasevich."
0: I'm like, Yes chicken. That's tight. <laughs> yeah.
4: And he got a freshly painted like TLD helmet for it. Yeah. some new yeah, that's The sickest thing?
0: He was wearing the Fox gear that mm-hmm. Chase and I got for him for yeah. the retro thing. It looked good
1: on that bike. I, I
4: wish he would have worn like a I don't know. I wish he would have just wear a Fox helmet painted by TLD. It would look a
0: lot better.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you might oh, have magic. to get him that Fox helmet though. Yeah,
0: I guess. <laughs> oh, the chicken is so cool. No, what you do you,
4: Dude, it. oh my God, quote of the night. Uh, someone, I don't know who it is, one of the journalists walked up to Chicken after Chicken rode it around for a little bit and says, Chicken, how is it? And Chicken says, ah, you know, it's a new bike. It's great, just like new puss. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> we
1: need Chicken to be a commentator. That is so funny, so funny. Like, mm. I would pay extra on the Peacock feed if you could either turn the commentary off and just hear the bike noise, Or then, if you could have like bonus commentators, because like I pay a bunch of money to watch the F one stuff, and then Mm -hmm. you can click a an option, and you can hear all the broadcasts from like Portugal or France or this or (laughs) that. If I could have like X rated Jim Holly one, or if I could hear this one, oh my god, can you imagine? I'd be on it, dude. I'd pay way more than five ninety nine a month. That would be so sick.
0: Hey, uh, did you watch the Bradshaw interview by chance? I haven't yet. No, dude. So I, I interviewed Bradshaw on Thursday, right? And I'm talking with them and, and I bring up the thing about uh, chicken and their lifelong rivalry and everything. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I go, Hey, do you know the first time I had Jeff on our show, I was asking about his rival rivalry with you and if it's, you know, all funny in the past now and you guys talk and chicken got all serious. He's like, no, dude. I'm like, you don't talk to Damon now? He's like, No, no. And then he told me that story about like for Bradshaw's fortieth birthday. Angela Bradshaw invited Chicken to his surprise party on Facebook Messenger or whatever. Mm -hmm. And Jeff's all, what is this? Why would I want to go to this? (laughs) You know, (laughs) hey, we hate each other. Uh But then uh, I was talking to Damon about the crash he had at Paris Mm -hmm. when uh, Jeff and his son uh, Jake helped Bradshaw get back after he hit the wall and broke his wrist. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, dude, my friend Wayne Ashby was there with his phone and he filmed you guys riding and then filmed chicken and Jake bringing you back and everything. And we made it into a YouTube video and it got like so many views and everything. But, uh, it's funny cause chicken is still like when we went to lunch with him yeah. that day, he was all high. Oh, yeah, he heat, we were battling and, and Damon ate shit and I'm like, Oh, I better go check on him. What'd he say? And then I was like, he goes, I didn't have anything to do with it though. If I had put him down, I wouldn't have stopped. Yeah. <laughs> So then I told I told Damon that, and Damon's just laughing, like he's just like over the whole rivalry thing. But it's funny because how serious Jeff still takes it.
1: Okay, so I didn't watch it yet. It's thirty years removed from the whole night. Like, yeah. how is Brett? Like, he has taken that so well. I mean, that thing has got to be time heals all wounds and all that, whatever. But I mean, goddamn, to have that brought up every single time that you're mentioned and then to have to go back and relive it that weekend a mm-hmm. million times, mm-hmm. Bradshaw's badass to just power through it.
0: Yeah, he's just like, oh, no, yeah. He goes, you know, I'd be in a better financial place at this point in my life if mm-hmm. I had won, but he seemed fine with it.
1: I was reading, so I bought DVs like inside motocross, like his whole four pack a couple years ago before, yeah. uh, in 20. Uh-huh. And I was thumbing through them the other day just to like, check some stuff out and it's the cowboy hat one. And he's talking about like, uh,
0: getting ready to blow his brains out.
1: I didn't get to that part yet. I know. Maybe this is, this is the second issue then. So this is when they're talking about him being on break and like the ups and downs of him having to come back. I got to get to that one then. Yeah. But, uh, just to hear how like open Damon was on everything of like, Oh, I got real life and then I got complacent and this is a problem. Mm Mm-hmm. Bradshaw's badass. I remember he and I were sitting in like a rental car one time, talking about a bunch of stuff. And Bradshaw's a good interview.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He's he's the coolest. Yeah, that's I'm another
1: like, good one to have. Like, it's so good that we have these guys in these industry jobs. Yeah. Think I about your like, weekend with RV. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah.
4: Dude. Hey, he's he's kind of crushing it on the commentary. He rips, and the yeah. fact that he's doing it. And then sprinting to the press box and bullshitting. And mm-hmm. like the fact that he can go from saying F bombs every other word to uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> the TV guy, like it's it's crazy. He's doing a good job. I could hear like a couple things
1: that he said through my earplugs through the stadium, and he had me cracking up yeah, on the floor on Yeah, He's Saturday. funny. Yeah.
0: Really good. Yeah. When I was leaving the uh, photo den, mm-hmm. I think I told you this already. I was walking and this girl cut me off. In the crowd and was walking in front of me. And then I've got my cameras in my backpack, and someone just pushes me with two hands. And I go flying into the back of the chick and almost knock her down. I'm like, what the fuck? And I turn around and Philip Poto, he's like, oh, oh. a, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's awesome too. I don't think there's a past champ that's not cool.
1: Dude, like what we even started on seeing Dunge today, like what would what did your pit board say to Ryan today?
0: I <laughs> wish your weekend. <laughs> did you know I did that? Or you, no. were, you pit were gone. Board? So I we, we saw Dungey riding. Yeah. And like, you know, that's my joke with him on now. Yeah. Like, hey, how was your weekend? And he gets all, oh, don't start with that. But so we were pulling out. I'm all, dude, I need a picture of me holding a how was your weekend pit board. So I just went to some guy. I'm all, do you have a pit board in that van? And he goes, yeah. And so I got it. <laughs> how was your weekend? I <laughs> held it out.
1: <laughs> And then Ryan comes off the track a lap later and he rides over to the van and Don's like, did you see the pit board? He's like, oh yeah, I saw the pit <laughs> board. <laughs> but then that's like, it. yeah, for Ryan to spend all that, to, dude, MC, Ricky's ripping. Like we, again, we were super, super fortunate and it's really cool that so many guys now want to come back and be active because they see that people want them around, that they don't just have to go into obscurity.
0: Yeah. I can only think of one that's kind of a goon. am mm-hmm. not going to say it. Yeah. <laughs> say it. No, <laughs> but uh, shit.
4: I think we talked a lot more about just the Coliseum race. Yeah. yeah, I think that's
1: what people want
2: though. Like they <coughs> saw the race. And I think they just sick. like yeah, bullshit. We, we don't we don't need to freaking dissect into the whole thing on
0: the. Wait, weekend. tell me about the party, eh, Ray.
2: I, that's what I. Wondered. Oh, dude, I was it was like, sick. Oh. Yeah. No, hey, what happens at the party? Stay Stays parties. at the party. I was there. like, you know, I didn't see anybody. Like, there was no one there. <laughs> you
4: I'm know, like, I've never made not, it to I'm a party.
2: To, you know, yeah. I'm not, no. I'm not trying to blow anybody out on who was there. It was a fun time. Open bar. It was nice. Had a good time. Hung out with my boy Kenny Bell and had an amazing time with my fiance Samantha. We 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 had a ball, man. We had a little bit too much fun, but that's okay, you know. We actually just got here to this uh,
1: picking the up your dog
2: canine, canine resort. So I'm going in there to pick up the dog.
1: Nice. Is that you telling yeah. us you're done? <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I think no, we are done. Yet. I mean, I want to okay, go home and take right. a nap. I'm so uh, yeah. sick. Uh, yeah, I need to go home and take a shower, dude. I fucking yeah, you <laughs> fucking reek.
4: <laughs> you reek,
0: dude. Dude, you dude you can, we terrible. could
4: smell you. We couldn't hear you go by today, but we could smell you
0: going by. S- oh, you smell like yeah. bo and helmet cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was
2: uh, still wearing the button-up from last night and everything. I could show up to the track, just, you know, I still look good. It just didn't smell that good. Yeah. That was
1: the biggest power move you've ever done, a I was very proud of yeah. that. What
4: I is, even told yeah. my chick last night, I'm like, A-Ray's going to show up straight out like, like it.
1: Yeah. Well, we didn't think I, he was I, showing up. He sent a text message this morning that said, enjoy the ride. And I was like, he ain't coming.
2: Yeah. Dude, Hey, no, it's like, I haven't gotten to and like, I don't know, enjoy the races like a normal fan does. So like, I feel like, you know, you gotta enjoy the race like a normal fan. If you're going to, you know, I'm a fan of the sport. I'm going to enjoy it like a normal fan, you know, I'm gonna go hang out, you know, and banter with the boys. Hmm.
0: Was the monster right, party boys. open to the public? Mm-mm. No, uh,
2: I don't think so. Wristbands no. only. Yeah.
0: There you go. All right, guys, thanks for checking out the kickstart podcast. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. And uh, we will talk at you next Monday. Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1/8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders,